Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Journalist Talk. And today we have Sammy Fernandez. She's a Brazilian friend of mine also, and she's a TA and a grad student at University of Utah. Hey, Sammy. Hi, Bia. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here on your podcast. Yes, of course. I'm so happy to have you here. My second Brazilian guest, actually, because previously in the other season I had my radio professor from Sao Paulo, and now I have you, so we're making this international. <laughs> Go Brazil! Go Brazil! So, at first, I always ask my, my guests for a brief bio, so the floor is yours. Hi, Bea. My name is Eddie Fernandez. I am now a graduate teaching assistant at the University of Utah, studying for a Master of Science in Communication with emphasis in communicating science, health, environment, and risk. A short term is ComShare. And I graduated in broadcast journalism at CSUN as well, with a minor in writing and rhetoric. And my emphasis really is in covering the environment. I did a lot of work while at CSUN and Citrus College covering natural environment that we live in, and especially the Amazon rainforest. How did you get to the U.S. How was the process of thinking like, no, I want to go to the U.S., I want to study there, be a journalist there, or how all that happened? What was your trajectory to here? Yeah, it's quite interesting, I would say. It's quite rare the way things worked out because I never met anyone from the rainforest here in the U.S., but I never planned to come here. It was not in my plans at all. When I was 15 years old, my parents moved to the other side of the country in Brazil, and I never got used to it. I was born and raised in Porto Velho, Rondonia, in the Amazon rainforest in Brazil, and I never wanted to leave. I got super mad that we had to move to the other, to the other side of Brazil. So I always told myself I will finish high school there, and then I will go back to the rainforest to the college. But when I was in my senior year of high school, I visited my hometown after two years and a half, and I saw that things were different. My friends were not the same. I stayed there just for a week after two years and a half, and I cannot even tell you how I didn't want to stay there. I think it was destiny. I don't know the universe, but I decided not to stay there anymore. And then I was very lost during that time because I spent two years and a half thinking of going back. And then when I came back, I was like, no, that's not it anymore. So where do I belong? I don't want to go back to my hometown. I don't want to stay in Sao Paulo. What am I doing? What am I going to do? So when I finished high school, I did a two year, sorry, a two month exchange travel in Laverne, California, in an English language services it's called ELS at the University of Laverne. And it was the best two months of my life after three years. After moving from the rainforest, I felt happy. I met people from all around the world. I learned a lot. And when I was there, I felt genuine happiness again. I was happy again. So I said, I'm going to stay here. So then I took the IELTS exam, went back to Brazil, to Sao Paulo, started doing mathematics in a federal university. So the government was paying for me. But then I saw that I passed in IELTS. So I told my parents and I was like, hey, can I go back? <laughs> And my parents, obviously, I was so young, I was 18. It took a year for them to let me go. And I was trying to convince them that 
I wanted to go back to the U.S. I wanted to study here. You know, it was a process. I always told myself I was going to do math so I could go back to the, the rainforest and teach at my old high school just so I could stay in that environment forever as if I never had to move to the other side of the country. But then I started journalism because I always enjoyed writing. So I went to Citrus College in Glendora, California and started journalism. And then I took an environmental science class and all that environment in my hometown came back. Dreams need to be chased. I no totally agree. Yeah, I agree because what you said that you felt that there was a connection between you and here. And that's something that I've always felt. I was like, my mom knows I have always wanted to come and study in the U.S. and live here. And, you know, all the thing about the American dream that, like, you and I as international students know that there is no such thing as the American dream. But, like, dreams need to be followed. I agree totally. But at the same time, when you feel a connection to a place and, you know, that it's your calling, uh, I bet you knew a bunch of international students like I did. And some of them were like, yeah, well, you know, it's cool. I came here, spent two months, six months, and yeah, I'm ready to go home. Like, I don't really care about, like, staying here. But for you and I, it's like something, okay, so we got to do this. We got to go there and, you know, conquer this space that nobody in our families ever, like, came and conquered, discovered, and... It's such a new experience for both, like, you and I and our families. That's, like, amazing because we come here and we're so young. You came here with 18, 19? 19, yeah, to college. Me too. I came here when I was 19. And it's such a change. It's such a change. Yeah. No, I agree with you. You know, there's so there's so many opportunities in the U.S. that unfortunately we do not have in Brazil. I'm sure our parents can relate because it must be so hard for them to be away from us. But you know, yeah, we are the first generation international students in our family. It's a huge investment for them and mm-hmm. for us. But it's it's a great opportunity to be here. Yeah, I mean, I did some college also in Brazil, but like in journalism. We had some experience, but here I feel that the universities, they have, like, such a huge support to each major. Like, we had TV classes that actually went to television. We have radio classes that actually goes into, like, a radio. It's attached to a well-known radio here in, in the city. We have... The newspaper, which some people outside from season they read it. So it's kind of like preparing us already for this future. I'm talking about like journalism, the means that they have here. But at the same time, in back in Brazil, it wasn't like that. We had some activities and stuff, but I feel like not many people listen to their college radio station, you know? Definitely. Yeah. No, because I remember I got my first job at Citrus College in my second semester. So I was a freshman working at the international office and I was also a tutor. So like I was getting paid while studying here. And then I was looking back, for example, my sister, she was almost done with her law degree and she didn't have, you know, work experience or a salary that she could say, oh my gosh, I earned this myself. You know, there are so many opportunities here for, for students 
to already make a living or to get experience mm -hmm. while doing college. And you mentioned, you know, the TV that we have at CSUN. We have Value News, On Point. I was also part of the Clarion newspaper at Citrus College. So like all these classes that we take and the, the projects that we make already goes to our resume once we graduate. It's like a... Yeah job experience yeah it is and i think that's so interesting because here they start when they are 15 16 they get like summer jobs they already get used to like it might not be a law office it might be like retail or something but they have experience with people they have experience budgeting it's yeah. not from our culture like our culture is you get your internships uh when you're in college and then you find your nine to five job and when you're basically married to some guy, you're going to leave your parents' house. And here people are like, okay, I'm 18. Bye, mom. Bye, dad. I have my money. I have my college degree. I'm making my life. And I feel like we get this experience when we're international because we have to deal with literally everything plus thousands of documentations that people doesn't have to do. And I feel like we grow so much not only in our professional or academic life, we grow as like people and society in here, which is totally different from when you go back home. Definitely. And it's funny, I'm sure you can relate. So I came back this summer and after three years and I was like, wow, everything's the same, you know, but I am so different. And it seems like I'm still back in the past because everything's the same. But like, no, like I, 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 I studied it abroad. <laughs> I'm not saying, but like I, I agree so much with you, Bea, because it drives me nuts that I had to leave the rainforest to learn about the rainforest. Like right now, I'm studying for a master's um, to focus to do research about the Amazon rainforest, and these opportunities are not there, and that drives me insane because you know people are there; they know what's happening. So why are they not on the front line? You know, indigenous people are, they are on the front line, but like citizens, they don't care about, you know, the rainforest. So like, I have to move abroad to study about this, to talk about this so they can understand. And, you know, it's quite sad. Yeah. But, and how did you... <laughs> coming up, so let's do something about it so we can have more opportunities, right? Okay, Brazilians, I gather you all around. Let's save the Amazon. <laughs> yes. But how did you get into journalism? I knew that I wanted to do something with writing. I almost did Portuguese back in Brazil. But I was like, okay, I want to write books and all, but I feel I can do something much greater than just that. So I found journalism. And it was like my calling. I came here. I experienced all those classes, everything that we discussed, and that we know that we live here and we learn. And that's what I want to do. Right now I want to do a podcast and radio. So I'm halfway there. And uh, how did you get into journalism? You wanted to do math. Yeah, but I can see you as a writer because I see that you read so many books a week, a day. I bought three books, literally right now. You're literally an avid reader and you should write a book in the future. You know, I, journalism was never in my mind. Throughout high school, I never thought of doing journalism. I never was a person myself to watch the news. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, yeah, I went from math to journalism because I always enjoyed writing in diaries. So it's funny. All my story goes back to 2013 when my parents moved. Because when we moved, I started writing my feelings in diaries. 
because I I unfortunately didn't get the support that I needed at the time from my parents just because my sisters, my mom's sisters died. So my aunt died at the same time that we moved, like literally two days after we moved, she died. So my mom was, you know, grieving and my dad was trying to figure everything out, new city, new people, new house, <laughs> everything. I felt left aside. So so to deal with my feelings, I started writing myself. I would write about memories that I had back in my hometown with my friends, so I would never forget. And sometimes I would write in high school while we were having classes and I was gonna say, oh my gosh, I wish I was back there. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, I was just putting my feelings in words and it became something that was a part of me. I wrote poems, everything. You know, writing was always part of my life even before this move. And so I decided to do journalism, same thing as you. I thought that doing something else, I always thought of doing English so I could become a writer as well. But then I thought journalism can open more job opportunities. I can work not only in the US, but in Brazil, I think the degree could have a more meaningful impact for myself just because I could work around the world. But when I started, I was I had no idea what I was doing. I was feeling lost for quite a while. You know, it took time for me to learn that this could be a place for me because I never was a person to watch news. So when I took the first mass communication class, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not I'm dropping out. <laughs> it was hard, a hard class for me, you know, my first class in the US. So like, it, you know, but that's how how I ended up in journalism. It was this passion for writing and math became like a side thing. I, I just wanted, I, I started math because it was my favorite subject in high school. Well, one of my favorites. I also enjoyed literature and essay writing. But how are you a journalist that likes math? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Well, you know, Kumon, Kumon, I think we have this in the U.S. as well. Yeah, I I've never that. done that. Fascinated. I was like, oh my gosh. I learned the entire, um, you know, six times six, 36. I learned the entire thing like in weeks. Just, you know. But anyways, I just wanted to be a math teacher so I could go back and teach in high school. But that's something we still can do with any degree, really. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about your international student journey, but like until you got to the U.S., so you got to the U.S., you went to Citrus College, and then CSUN in our University of Utah. How all of this happened? Uh, how were moving? How was moving from one place to the other one? The people that you met, uh, all your experiences. How was that? Yeah. So everything started in Laverne. That I stayed for two months just learning English, and then I transferred to Citrus College because it was close to Laverne. <laughs> so you know. I went to a travel agency in Brazil. They gave me options, Canada, Washington. And then I was like, no, but California, you know, I was there. I know people there. So Citrus College was so close. But I guess it didn't matter in the end because I didn't go much to Laverne when I was at Citrus College. <laughs> it was intense. You know, my entire life in the U.S. was college, home, home, college, home, college. I kind of regret a little bit because now that I look back to my years at CSUN and Citrus College, I didn't have much leisure time, you know, downtime. Like, I don't know much about California. I never went to Disneyland. <laughs> oh my God. You're <laughs> crazy. And so I'm, st I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, how to have that balance because I, you know, because we don't have family here, I'm always alone. So I don't, I, I, I tell myself I have a lot of time to do things. 
and then I spend all day reading or writing something and that's not healthy. But anyway, so then from Citrus College, I transferred to CSUN because they had a broadcast program and they didn't have any other program that I saw from Cal State Universities. So then I transferred to CSUN because of the broadcast journalism program. I wanted to do broadcast, even though I think uh, I've always enjoyed writing for newspapers. I was at Citrus College in the Clarion newspaper. And so I wanted to explore that new area of TV rather than newspaper because I already had that experience at Citrus. So then that's how CSUN happened. And then the University of Utah happened when I was in my junior year at CSUN. You know, the pandemic came and things got pretty dark. I was depressed <laughs> in my room, but it was also the time that things started to happen, I think, because that's when I realized the world was a mess and the world was ending. It was a bad level that I was thinking at the time because of COVID. So then I just started applying for a master's program because I wanted to get that credibility as an environmental reporter. So I started applying for environmental science and environmental politics and didn't work out. I I did one semester of a geography master's program at CSUN last year, but then I dropped, yeah, I guess I dropped out. I decided to go back to Brazil because it was not meant for me. They focused a lot on GIS and mapping uh, stuff. And I, I didn't have the background. My background was obviously journalism and communication. So I felt lost and that this was not for me. So then before I decided to leave the program and go back to Brazil, I applied for other environmental communication programs uh, around the U.S. University of Utah was one of them because they have this program, Communicating Science, Health, Environment and Risk, and it worked out. So then I came back to Brazil and then I saw that I was accepted. So then I was like, okay, so I guess I have to go back. <laughs> I cannot lose this opportunity. But my plan initially when I left the master's in geography was to go back to Brazil, to go back to the rainforest and start working as an environmental journalist because I was at my limit. You know, COVID came, I was so homesick more than normal, I'm always homesick. But then COVID came, I was alone. I was scared for my parents' health and everybody's health. I was like, I wanna go back home, but I didn't. So then I was happy to go back and start working. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to divide this episode in two. So be aware, part two is going to come next week. And I'm going to see you guys in the next episode.